and I will be your hostess with the mostest and we are live this morning beautiful morning Thursday right Thursday morning with queen of the flock and her chickenless I'm sorry about your chickens yeah you know it's it was a real fuck we were talking about being humbled it was a real fucking humbling moment um the four that are left are scared shit uh-huh um but uh oh, we're losing Queen of the Flock. We're the losing fuck? you. Uh oh, you're in your internet. Uh, Whoop. Or maybe it's is it mine? Maybe it's my internet. Am I buffering? You have five bars. Is it your box? I don't know. I can check. Is it it might be. Let me switch. Guys, give me one second. In five, four, three. <laughs> up up and we're back is that better and we're back you're frozen but that's okay we can work with this you can what so they can hear me on the tiki talk they just on the youtube where she's it's she's frozen i think it might be yours hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to the shipwreck show i thank you for being here where is my mouse you are uh, Starboard Patriot, good morning. Sonia Brown, it's good to see you. Good morning, Happiness and Cindy and Sonia again and Alex and Susan and Kim Brown. Whoop, 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 up and up. Cindy, good morning. And other Cindy, good morning. Two Cindys. Mama Johnson and MS. <laughs> MS Warrior Mama, good morning. Good morning. Amy Lewis, I saw you in here in Waquel. Good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Happy Thursday again. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but we're here. We're ready to go. We're going to talk about vampires. Uh, but first I do, I want to talk about your chickens. Uh, so Queen of the Flock lost a bunch of chickens. A coyote got I in there, and there was no no Roadrunner to save the day. No Roadrunner to save the day. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. I think it was a coyote. So Dirty Dan saw a coyote out during the day, um, by our fire pit, which which is doubt like laneway to the thing. anyway. But um, there was clearly like they dug, so our fence was buried and had like rocks all around the outside and everything like that. And they dug underneath mm -hmm. the chicken coop and then underneath the wire. Um, and we only 
found evidence of two birds, but I don't know. I'm hoping that the rest of them come back and they're just scared hiding somewhere. I really hope that I walked around the whole thing. I found poison ivy. That was fun. Um, so that's all over my leg. But <laughs> whatever else I'm fucking allergic to in the field. But yeah, so I don't know if we're if we're gonna start over or if I'm just gonna see if I can get some already grown birds. I don't know, but I gotta work on getting donkeys and I have my Pyrenees coming in June. So we're making um solutions. You're you're cutting problems. out you're cutting out really bad. I'm cutting out. Is it they're telling you to turn your TikTok off. <laughs> turn off the TikTok. Is the live yeah, on here fucking up? Yes, really bad. Like I only caught about three words of that whole story. Give us a second. God, we're so, we're so. I mean, this kind of comes with the territory. <laughs> it so does. I agree. Listen, we are I, try, I pay the money. Okay, it's on. Look, it says five G. I have three bars of five G. Did that get any better? That did make it a lot better. Oh my God, that made it so much better. I I moved it a foot. (laughs) I know. Well, that's what I get. Like, I get that. Like, I can't can't connect to our house Wi-Fi down here or really at all because we live in Cowtown. It's not like your Cowtown, but it's our (laughs) Cowtown. And so I have my own little box to specifically do these lives on from Verizon. Because if anybody else is on the internet, then the whole thing gets like down. And so I'm like, I don't even connect. To, it's a to the, the internet is terrible. What's the right, moon we're gonna internet? try this? That... We're gonna try this again. No, you look no, you look great. We look good. Don't move. Yeah, you're good. You're good now. Whatever you did, fix the whole thing. Okay, I'm not gonna touch nothing then. I'm Don't gonna turn anything. my live back on on TikTok and I'm not gonna touch nothing else. <laughs> well, no, I think that's what did it. Like they turned your when you turned your live off on TikTok, it like no, I moved my box. I was on 4G. I moved it here. I have 5G right here. Oh, perfect. Well, it's perfect now. So let's, we'll just hurry through the show before it collapses again. And so vampires are real and they're bad. So they're don't go near them. Connection, apparently. We're jumping timelines all over, Alicia. Man, it just don't get no better than this. I'm all fucked up now because now, like, we just, what happens? Like, we just start talking and then I'm all messed up. Uh, good morning. Thursday morning. Hello. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. Uh, we want to talk about vampires today. We're going to talk about vampires. And you popped me last night and you were like, listen, I'm trying to research vampires, but all I can find are the sparkly ones. And I'm like, man, I get that because like, that's all I could find too for a little bit. So I went to YouTube and I follow a lot of these different channels that are like, uh, they do like 15 minute, like learn things in 15 minute kind of videos. And I love them. Like I can, I'm a very short attention span. So if I need to learn something, I need to learn it fast. Give me the highlights and I don't need to know the depth. I don't care. Uh, just give that is a big jellyfish. I just need to know the highlights. It looks but like I found a video a mustache. It does. It's like what up, guys? Oh, that should be a live. We should do sometime. See the, the face on the moon. Have you ever heard of that? Well, yeah. Yeah, that would be fun, but that's what it reminded me of. Oh, it changed now. So Game over. Have, Sorry, guys. So my, my in-laws are bringing me they so apparently Dirty Dan had a telescope from when he was a kid. Like a like a decent telescope, right? And really, uh, yeah. So his mom Heidi texted me one day, and she's like, "Hey, we have this telescope here." Yes, yes, please, <laughs> yes, all of the bring yes. it over so today. Yeah, that will be here for Flock Fest. So I'm super stoked about that because there's no lights out here. Like you can see every single 
star. You can see all the things. So I'm stoked about I that. I haven't come to Flockfest, but if gas doesn't get figured out real freaking soon, I won't be going anywhere. Like we are well, like, we're on reserves right now. They're, oh my God. I can't even. I told I said and then they they shut down um any of the drilling and stuff in Alaska. I don't know if you guys knew this, but with the gas thing, if you're struggling with gas, it is going to get a little worse. So just yeah. hang on. You're gonna have to really budget your gas. This is you can't really control what's happening other than to get out and vote in November and get get some people in locally that will go to war with you to to fight against this. But this is the they they shut down drilling in Alaska and all over like a million acres of land uh, when it came to our oil reserves and so gas is going to just get ridiculously stupid uh, over the next couple months more more so than it already is so just get ready for that we budget really well we got one vehicle that we drive now the other one's tank is full uh, but we only drive the one and Mr. Shipper drives it to and from work and then the kids and I we just walk everywhere like if we need to go <laughs> because. We're, we're just conserving as much fuel as we can and not having to spend money on things like gas. Um, but we will, Alicia, we're going to have to see how it turns out. Like we've got some vacations to plan that now, again, we are re reconsidering just because of the, the price of gas and everything. I don't I know want a couple, to... a couple flockers are flying just because it'll save the drive. Probably time, cheaper. Right? They can be mm -hmm. present and then just, you know, the flight's cheaper than the gas. Mm -hmm. And that might be an option too. Um, Revenue and then we're gonna we're gonna decorate it. So Amy it. popped a thing in the in the flock fest chat. She's like, you need to decorate like this. Everybody, please leave by nine. <laughs> like they were like totally set up like that. I was like, yes. <laughs> you get you get forty you get, minutes, and then yeah. I'm out. Like yeah. I'm I'm out. I'm gonna go back Fine. to my. I'm here for it. I totally understand we, that. We are um on the precipice, and when we talked about this last time we were live with you too. Like we're about to get real fucking humble. And if we have if you haven't yet. Uh, you better start practicing now because it's it's gonna you're we're gonna have to get real community yeah. based at this point. Um, it, I, I don't know. That's all I got, and and it's not too it it's not too late to get ready either. I want to emphasize this. A lot of people are like they're freaking out because they think it's not too late. Uh, fill up your cars, drive very very little, plan your vacations, do staycations. I mean, there are things you can do, and and maybe we can get together too. Uh, on a separate episode and, and talk about some fun things we can do without spending a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um, and, and, and do those kind of things because it's going to get real yucky. And it's just, that's just the reality of it. Just because it's going to get real bad. Doesn't mean that we have to like constantly be worried about it either. Like there are things we can do. There are things we can control. And I need, you know, we want people to stay elevated as much as they can. Uh, and control the things that they control. So well, and I think that this yeah. is going to force that community-driven mentality. I think it's going to force people to come together. I think it's going to force people to get involved mm -hmm. and understand what's actually happening, and do that independent research, and actually critically think about things from an objective standpoint, and and, mm -hmm. and come together and kind of like be the next like jumpstart for this whole thing. I really, I yep. really see that happening. Like for as bad as it's going to get, that's going to be the transmutation and the silver lining that's going to come mm -hmm. out of it. And I think that's a huge silver lining that um, we've needed to come to for a long time, too, mm -hmm. is that community is best. Uh, I know that we, we've been combative, too. And, and as we've grown over this last two years, and um, we're just not going to do that anymore. Like, I'm, if you don't agree, that's OK. Uh, but I'm not going to argue with and you or anybody else any longer. We're going to just keep coming out with solutions. And I think we're going to lead with a very solution based content as this kind of continues forward. And one of the solutions is, is just kind of 
it's not too late to prepare. You can get prepared now. If you're not uh, prepping, it was another thing. Like people are big into prepping right now. Uh, prepped and prepared. I don't know if she's still here, but she is fantastic to get you started. It is not too late. It is not too late. It's not too late. Okay. We, you can do this. We can do this. We'll do it together. We'll help you the best we can. And we just keep going. And we're not going to leave anybody behind. We're not going to, this isn't how that's going to work. We're going to come together and we're going to, we're going to fix it together. But just like the vampires would, I had to segue. I got nothing to segue into. <laughs> just like vampires would if there was a blood shortage. Because it's spicy. It's spicy. You take that Johnson & Johnson, man. Come on. <laughs> this one tastes like Pfizer. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got Moderna over there? I'm sorry. This is, <laughs> this is Moderna's <laughs> breakfast food. Yuck. <laughs> Did you take your Pfizer for breakfast? <laughs> we can make an infomercial. <laughs> we could. I need to do some new commercials. I, I took the ad completely. I'm still trying to find a song that's going to work without copyrights. But we haven't yet, but I'm just taking it out. Oh, yeah. So if you're watching this after the fact and there's no intro and there's no song and there's no video, it's all saved in the stuff. Like as a playlist, you can go watch it there. Like it's the very last ones. Because copyright is a huge pain in my tail right now, and I can't seem to find anything that's not going to nail me with it. So did if there's like a weird blip and then we're back, that's what happened. What's that? Did you look up the DAMC free music? Whatever the acronym is. DCMA. DMAC. So that's what I had to do for Twitch. So it's like DCMA. I can't remember the order of the letters, but it's DCMA free music, and it doesn't have any copyright on it. So do you just download that then? Like on your yeah. like, okay, like there's YouTube channels. Like um, I know uh what's the one? Um Big Booty Mix is one of them that does a lot of mixes. <laughs> yeah. It's really good though. Like it flows and it's like it it's like two hours. So I'm sure that you could like clip that. And it's like different Big matchups of cover songs. I love that. Big booty yeah, like, mix on YouTube. Got yeah, it. you're you're it's it's your kind of vibe. You'll like it. Well, yeah, not I'm out to that on Twitch all the time because I was getting slammed with copyright too. Like I couldn't play. Oh, it drives me nuts. <laughs> it's just, well, they'll give me, so then it isn't a big deal. You could, they're like, they can still watch it, but you're not going to get paid for any of this. And I'm like, look, I get like 300 views a video. I need every view I can get. Like you can't do every point oh one cent of view that I get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, I need to make my six cents for today. YouTube, give me my money. <gasps> just kidding. Fucking A Johnson. Okay. So here we go. My pure O negative blood is going to see, I don't even know what blood type I am. Okay. So can I just, can I talk on this really quick about the blood Please. type? This, this will segue into, into, you're over here into vampires. I got to know which direction I got to look because it's backwards. Um, this way, my wall, it's all going to change though. The shack, I will be, this is our, this is our last live here. You're going to the shack. I'm going to be going to the, I'm tearing this all down after our live. I left it. Oh. Up Oh, we have a pre-record, what, tomorrow too, don't we? I no. think so. Not tomorrow. No, next, next week. week. Next week. Next anyway. week. I got pre-records lined up. Here we go. Anyway. Hey, we're we're official. You know, the yeah. internet might not be stable, but our fucking program is. <laughs> um, so the blood type. First of all, I did, I got in major TikTok trouble um, long ago, several accounts ago. I did a video on the map and RH blood is on the map mm -hmm. and everybody was in my fucking comment section posting their blood type. And I had people like DMing me obsessively, like you need to turn your comments off. Don't post your blood types because there are people 
that will fucking find that shit. And certain blood types, like you said, are incredibly valuable. And you don't, there's a reason it's on the map. There's a reason it's underneath adrenochrome. There's a reason it's next to all the cute things, right? Like this live could go a bunch of different directions as far as the vampires and the blood types. But please be very careful posting your blood type. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I just, that's something that you keep for yourself. Well, yes. And and yes, for real. Like, Mr. Shrek, I'm not even going to say what his, I don't even know what his is, but I don't even know what mine is. And so I couldn't tell you if I wanted to, but they're like, oh, negative. Like, the one that's universal mm-hmm. is super pot. Like, and that's, yeah. The vampires will come to your house. They'll be like, I want your time. Only if we have that. Get rid of your welcome, Matt. That's right. It's spicy. So Hello. Mama Flocker works at uh, Tractor Supply, and she sent me a picture of this wind chime, and it's got roosters on it, and it says, welcome, but they fucked it up. So the welcome is not only backwards, but it's upside down. And I was like, I want that because welcome signs, like welcome doormats and stuff, you're inviting whatever you want into your house. Mm-hmm. Like they, they mm-hmm. see that as an open invitation. So like mm-hmm. burn your welcome mats. Don't have it. Say, don't have a welcome sign at your door. So it's backwards and upside down. And I like, I blessed it and did a whole bunch. So it's now it's powerful. <laughs> now it scares people away. Yes. It does. Yeah. Stacey, we're doing, I'm scheduled. I'm going on vacation. And I probably, should, I haven't really announced this yet, but I'm going on vacation the second week in June. I'll be gone from like the 10th to the 17th, something fourth, 16th, something like that. We're going to be gone. We're taking Kermit. We're parking Kermit which is as far as we can go. And then we're going to be camping. And so while I'm doing that, I won't, we will not be live, but Beck and I are going to do some pre-records. I got some other people with pre-records. We're going to basically do a pre-recorded show. Uh, and then I'll have them update or upload on the daily so that we'll at least have some videos up here, something for you guys to tune out uh, while I'm gone. <laughs> so enjoy those more to come. Um, and smash the like button. Exactly. So we're going to take a 10 second smash the like button break. And then we're going to get back into vampires in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Thank you for smashing the like button. Have a great day. Okay. Thanks for coming. Have a good day, guys. Just kidding. So vampires. No. Vampires. I have you a video. What do you want to do first? Yeah, let's do the video. I'm going to do the video first. And then I do kind of want to talk about the vampires and the blood types, though. Yeah, you're cool. Because that's that's not something. I mean, this this live might take a turn. But yeah, we can go there. It usually does. But that's kind (laughs) of how we roll. This is how we this is. Oh, by the way. So this is the stuff playlist. So anything again, if you are watching this after the fact and there's supposed to be a video and then there's no video, it's because I had to take it out and it's going to be in this playlist. Uh, But here we go. Zeus versus Thor. Who would win? Who would smash the other Wait. one's face? Wait, that's not where I wanted to go with this. What happened? What, where's my video? I think explaining vampire vo- folklore. I just think that's the beginning of it. No, that wasn't the right video, though. This Today's episode I watched has it been yesterday. made possible by Blinkist. Oh, there we go. And for there those go. who love to read but don't necessarily have an abundance of time. The first hundred people to visit Blinkist.com <laughs> slash mythology and fiction will get unlimited access for an entire week as well wow. as a 25% discount. Stick wow. around until the end to find out more about today's great offer. Let me just advertise for somebody else. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Vampires are everywhere. We got great offers too. <laughs> you pick up a book, vampire. You turn on the TV, vampire. 
you take a walk outside to get away from it all and well creepy guy down the road who thinks he's a vampire wherever you are in the world it's likely you've heard stories and legends of a vampire-like creature with such a rich history to explore it's fair to ask where did vampires come from and why are we so obsessed with them the word vampire conjures numerous images from Nosferatu and Christopher Lee's Dracula, to latex-wearing goths with guns, whatever these yeah. are meant to be, and even glittering abominations we'd all like to pretend never existed. <laughs> I knew what they were going to talk about it. pop culture has certainly been influenced by the legends of old, and yeah, those are what we will focus on today. Before the 18th century, the term vampire never mm. really existed. Much like the hysteria surrounding the witch trials, a series of odd disappearances, weird markings on corpses, and suspicious activities around graveyards and cemeteries led to accusations of vampirism. You're very welcome. The majority of these reports came from the Balkans and Eastern Europe, with each country and region having its own iteration of what we would consider a vampire. Some of the oldest examples worldwide include figures such as Lamastu, Lilith, Lamia, and the Impusa, who are all female, but they aren't necessarily the undead creatures you'd associate with vampires. They're more demon or succubus-like. In Romania and other parts of Eastern Europe, you have tales of the Strigoi, spirits who had risen from the grave who could only survive through the blood of others. If needed, they could turn invisible and transform into animals. Not too different from today's vampires who can transform into bats and other creatures. Variations of the word strigoi can be found in numerous other languages. In Greek and Latin, the word strix once referred to nocturnal bird women who would feed off the blood and flesh of children. This was also the same in France. In Romanian, the term does literally mean one who has risen from the grave. It's likely these myths refer to something more akin to a blood parasite than the seductive vampires were used to. The earliest account of a suspected Strigoi came in 1656, in where we now consider modern-day Croatia. A villager began terrorizing his town. The man in question was Yuri Grando, and had died earlier that year. The legends state that Grando rose from the grave and would knock on doors around the village. Each house he visited would experience a death within the next few days. This continued for 16 years after Grando had originally died, until the villagers found a way to kill him. One night he appeared before his widowed wife, who said his corpse was gasping for air, but still maintained a sinister grin. The priest responsible for burying Grando 16 years earlier led a group of villagers on a quest to explain these disappearances. When they came across the vampire, one man tried to impale him in the heart with a wooden pole, but his skin was tough. The pole bounced off and splintered. The priest then took out his cross. Behold Jesus Christ, you vampire. Stop tormenting us. Yeah. He yelled and the vampire fled. The next morning, they dug up his coffin, only to find a perfectly preserved body inside, with a smile on his face. They tried stabbing him in the heart again, only this time with a wooden stake, but they couldn't penetrate the skin. And so the priest performed an exorcism, 
Another villager took a saw and decapitated the vampire, noting the skin around his neck offered much less resistance. The vampire screamed out in pain and blood poured from his wound. With the vampire dead, the village could finally rest. After this story, there were several precautions taken and methods used by the Romanians and others to protect themselves from the Strigoi. There was a common belief that some men, particularly redheads, could return in the form of an animal and I've sneak into that. houses where they would feed off young mm -hmm. women. In order to stop this, their coffins would be nailed shut, and in some cases they would even stake the corpse in the heart before they were buried. If they suspected someone had risen from their grave, they employed a host of methods to ensure the dead stayed dead. Yeah. First, they would dig up the body, Gross. its heart removed and cut into two. Yeah. A nail would then be driven into its forehead, and Fucking a clove of garlic placed under its tongue. No, do Lastly, that. the body would be moved to face downwards, no. believing if the Strigoi ever woke, they would be sent straight down to the afterlife. Yeah. Where they there was the belief that one could become a Strigoi while still alive if certain conditions were met. They also divided the Strigoi into three main categories. A witch, a living Strigoi, and a Strigoi who had risen from the dead. Whilst on the topic of Romanian history, you have perhaps their most famous historical figure, Vlad Dracul, or Vlad Tepas. Vlad! I can't forget his nickname, Vlad the Impaler, which refers right. to his favourite pastime of impaling his enemies on pikes and watching as they die slowly. It was just mental Some health Some argue condition. that Vlad the Impaler was the biggest influence for Bram Stoker's Dracula, whilst shower. others don't believe this is true. <laughs> it is interesting, however, to see the similarities in terms of name, location, and bloodlust. Some other undead European creatures include the Nordic Draugr, which can be found protecting tombs. The Balkan Dampir, which is born wrong. from the union of a male vampire and a human female. And Damn the Albanian right. Lugat, which is your typical gruesome, can't stand sunlight, but enjoys flying around and seducing people into the darkness type As of vampire. We all would. In Australia, according to Aboriginal myth, there existed a creature called the Yaramayahu, a small red frog-like man who hid in trees. Great. The Yaramayahu has an extremely large head, with suckers on the end of its hands and feet. It also prefers to do most of its hunting during the day. When unsuspecting travellers decided to rest under its tree, it would jump down and drain the victim of their blood before swallowing them whole. If that wasn't weird enough, it then takes a nap and regurgitates the victim. When the person wakes, their skin has a noticeably red tint, and they are smaller than before. This process is repeated until they become a Yaramayahu. In Western Africa, you can find legends of a creature with iron teeth, long red hair, and hooks for feet. The Asan Bosam hangs from trees and attacks its victim from above, piercing like their neck with its hooks and draining their blood. In the Philippines, you have the Malanangal, a hideous creature that is capable of detaching its torso from the rest of its body and sprouting bat-like wings. That's how Much I feel like when Lamastu, I'm hungover. The Mananangal like likes her. to prey on pregnant women, 
using its elongated tongue to suck out the hearts of fetuses. Luckily, it does have an aversion to salt, garlic, and holy water. When it separates from its lower half is when the creature is most vulnerable. Rubbing crushed garlic, salt, or ash onto its lower half is thought to be lethal. The upper half then cannot rejoin the lower half, and if it fails to do so by sunrise, the creature will perish. In Malaysia, you have the Palangalan, a ghostly spirit who floats through the air with her entrails hanging beneath her. She's all boobs. Where the Panangalan differs from the Manananggal is the fact that they are living beings, a mortal woman who practices black magic, performing a ritual in a vat or bath of vinegar, allowing them to take this ghostly form during the night and return to their regular body in the morning. In China, you have the Yanxi, Reanimated corpses whose joints are so stiff they hop around, looking for victims to kill so they can absorb their life force. Like traditional vampires, they prefer to rest in dark places during the day. As there are so many different stories of creatures around the world, defining a vampire can get confusing. But the one recurring trait you will see is the need to consume the life force of other living creatures in order to sustain themselves. The other traits vary wildly depending on location, but in a fictional context they have been somewhat streamlined, and there are certain things we've come to expect, such as vampires fearing sunlight and having fangs they use to feed. An aversion to crucifixes, garlic and silver is also very common along with having no reflection, not being able to stand on consecrated ground, cross running water, or enter someone's home without being invited in first. In terms of what makes a vampire special, they are fast, strong, and much harder to kill than a regular person. They can also fly and compel humans and animals to serve them. So I guess we come back to the questions we asked in the beginning. Why are we obsessed with stories of vampires? And why did we see this change from repulsive undead monsters to handsome or seductive charmers? I think it comes down to our fascination or fear of mortality. Vampires essentially cheat death, or at least they're given a second life. Granted, it can also be seen as a curse. As for why vampires take on a more seductive or romantic role, 19th century fiction certainly contributed to this. John William Polidori's The Vampire, written in 1819, is considered by many as the start of vampire romance in the fantasy genre. Vampires slowly began to assume the role of the anti-hero, before Bram Stoker published his Dracula in 1897, the quintessential gothic horror featuring the most famous vampire of all. After this, we have a wave of fiction and movies where vampires are very much the anti-hero or the charismatic villain. This only further adds to the vampire appeal. They can be these terrifying monsters who want nothing more than to satisfy their thirst, or they can have human qualities, a tortured soul seeking redemption. Vampires are also loners most of the time, which is something people can relate to, as feeling alienated, misunderstood, and like we don't belong is something most of us experience at some point in our lives, especially when we're younger. 
which may explain why vampires are so popular in young adult fiction. Maybe you have a different take, or maybe you just like to share your favourite vampire book or movie. As I mentioned earlier, today's video has been sponsored. Yeah, we got our own sponsors. Get on. Hey! There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. Um... There is there is a lot to unpack. So we went through all of the different types of vampires in folklore. Um, I probably resonate again with the one who had the big sacks and the no lower body. I probably want to be her. I, I don't know. I, the frogs kind of had me. I was like, all right, I'm good as long as I'm out during the day. Nope. The frogs hunt in daylight and just spit yeah. back out their food and eat it. So, okay. you know. Um, so, so the folklore of vampires, I was, I, I'd only watched probably half that video. I didn't know that they got into the whole frog. I, I didn't know it got into each and every kind of type, but the, the meat and potatoes. So vampires, they, they come out. There is a long, like there's a history of it. There's some hysteria around it. People who were just mentally ill and were considered vampires. And it kind of, kind of like the, the witches and the same kind of idea. Um, but what got me and kind of what's relevant to the show and what we talk about um, when we talk about the swamp and how they get their energy and how the queen is able to live for 250 years. Not me. Not not be a no, no, thing. like the Queen of England. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly, supposedly well, she ain't been out, right. She ain't been out in public in like two years. But but um because she's dead. So this kind of lends to the theory. And then like Jake was telling me the other day, so like uh where do where do vampires where did like historically where do they come from? Like where like Transylvania. So I did find research on yeah. that. And it was Transylvania, Romania, from it's what Bram Stalker named Count Dracula after was Vlad the Impaler, who they talked about on the video. And he ruled Wallacha, Romania. I don't know if I'm saying any of this right. On and off from 1457 to 1462. Mm -hmm. Describe him as yet brutally cruel ruler who valiantly mm -hmm. fought off the Ottoman Empire. Earned his nickname because his favorite way to kill his enemies was to impale them on a wooden stake, like we saw in the video. Because mm -hmm. he has unhealed, unhealed, uh, unhealed stuff. Unhealed there. childhood trauma. That's what it is. Yeah, and then uh, according to legend, he enjoyed dining amidst his dying victims and dipping his bread in their blood. Great. Yeah. So a little early for this up. live, don't you think? This would have been better for like a nice well, live. <laughs> to be fair, I uh. I made them watch um, Exposing Ukraine on like a Sunday morning at like 8 o'clock. Oh, so no, I'm looking at a map of Transylvania and Romania and I'm trying to see kind of where. So the other is. thing that I found interesting too is vampires yeah. superstition thrived in the Middle Ages, especially as the plague disseminated entire towns. The disease often left behind bleeding mouth lesions on its victims, which to the uneducated was a sure sign of vampirism. Vampirism. Bam, vampirism. Vampirism. Yeah, it wasn't uncommon for anyone with an unfamiliar physical or emotional illness to be labeled as a vampire. Many researchers have pointed to propria, a blood disorder. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That can cause severe blisters on the skin that exposed when exposed to sunlight, as the disease may have been linked to the vampire legend. So that's like some historical background to it and how kind of things get twisted. Who? Oh, right next to Ukraine. 
Hey, look at that. So the Ukraine biolabs history. And we don't talk about where Transylvania is. And this is why we're kind of looking at stuff. Whoop, that's too far. I hate these maps. So here's Transylvania. Okay. And then here's Ukraine. Here's Odessa. There's Mila Kolovid, where it's like that's a lot of people talking about, right? Here's Dantesk. So, you know, it's probably just coincidental that they were, you know, super close to each There's other. There's no coincidences. Um, and the bio labs were right along that border. I don't know if that's the border they were on, maybe. And that and then who put the bio labs there, right? Um, okay. it was the Obama administration. And what is the Obama administration accused of of doing uh with the um serum? I don't I don't even know how we can say like with the serum with adrenochrome. Honeybee, thank you so much. We love your how face. Do we say you that? With the with the chrome, can we just say with the, the chrome, chrome the chrome, chrome adrena? Day, I can't even say it in pig Latin with, yeah, the chrome. The chrome. Um, which so I it's mean, all very, it's all very interesting. <laughs> that. Which, yeah, it ties into the, it ties it. I mean, 100%. Did you ever watch American Horror Story? No, no, yes, and no. Like, I would catch bits and pieces of it, but so I, I want to talk about how, yes, go ahead. I want to talk about this too. So, the what? Segue. Go, no, go ahead. Oh, because I was going to yeah. say American Horror Story. Um, the, hotel one like they did it was i watched this a while ago like way before the pumpernickel and everything like that like i did a deep dive in american horror story and the one with lady gaga which is interesting that she played the part as the empress mm -hmm. right and what did they do they stole fucking children and they locked them in the basement and they drained their blood so that they could they could drink it and live forever Correct. which is pretty much what they're doing in real life and then also monsters incorporated right you've seen that movie that's they put it all right in front of your face. Well, all I want to talk time. about the hot. I want to talk about the Hollywood aspect of, of vampires too. So when we were going through this and we were watching the video, they did obviously they brought up Twilight. And when you were talking to me yesterday and you were trying to find some information, all really you could find was Twilight. And Twilight they did over the much. right over the years, they have kind of romanticized the idea of being a vampire, especially with the Twilight series. But I do think it started even way back as. Mm -hmm. um, with an interview with a vampire. Do you guys, you guys, have you ever seen that? I, I've heard of it. I have not seen it. I was never really so, big into vampires. Like I, that was I never really, I was never either, but I, I remember watching interview with the vampire and like this 40 year old man was making out with this. She was, I think she was what, like 12 or 13 at the time. Um, and I can't remember her name. She's also in the Spider-Man movies, the older ones, but, and they were vampires and it was all romanticized and it was all like, like this love story between this child and this man, like it just was really uncomfortable to watch. And I think that they, this goes back to how they're kind of normalizing everything right now. Well, they're grooming. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're grooming. Um, Hocus Pocus. Also, yeah. Kristen Dunst was her name. Oh, okay. Buffy the Vampire Slaver, the original one. Yeah. With um, mm -hmm. what's her dick in it too. And there was another one with a, a dude. They really did just kind of normalize this type of, of behavior. behavior. And that's very interesting to me. And and like make people want to be a part of it. Do you feel well, like that's a part of what they're trying to do? Or do you think 100%, that's just... Because if they okay. put it... And this is... I We've talked about this. Was it you and I? Or was I talking about it? It doesn't matter. But they they put this right in front of your face so that there's no shock factor. Right. They, right. They, they, they make it so extreme. They put all this stuff right in front of your face that when you feel when you hear about it happening in real life, you're like, oh, no, it's just because you think it's that because of this movie. No, the movie is because of this. 
Like mm -hmm. they're trying, they're showing you everything. And from the research that I've done and the stuff that I've looked up with the Holly weird and like the occult and everything like that, they have to be 100% honest about what they're doing. Right. They publicly. Bear, yeah. Publicly. Like they have to tell you what they're doing and they do. Like if you listen the right way and you pay attention to how they're speaking and what they're speaking about, like, did you see the interview with uh, Ellen and Sandra Bullock where she was like, and what, do, and what do you rub into your face with the microblading? Like, you know, God, it's blood. It's blood. They had to be honest about it. It goes into the whole fucking Will Smith and, and Chris Rock thing. Right. Like they have to be honest. They have to do these public ceremonies. They have to follow these rules. And then you, as a as an uneducated, unawake person, you buy right into it and you willingly consent. Mm -hmm. You don't even know. Here, I got that. Don't even know. Just like I've referred to this. I've referred to this a couple months times ago. Yeah, Kate Blanchett admitted to that Sandra Bullock and her yeah. went and got a certain kind of facial in New York yeah. when they had some downtime shooting Ocean's Eight. So they Sandra sat down with Ellen and explained exactly what it was. Well, it's this this way in which um, one forces uh, through microneedling. Yeah, backpedal uh, out of this one. Some of you, I think many of you know it. And it pushes through the skin and ruptures the collagen, and then boosts it. You look like a burn victim for a day, but then it's it, but then it pushes. The what are you pushing into the skin, Sarah? Sarah. Sandra. Sarah. Sandra. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> what are you pushing into the skin? Well, you push in whatever the facialist would like to insert into your pores. But what is it? It is an extraction from a, um, a, a, um, a piece of skin uh, that came from a young person um, far, far away, and they somehow figured out how to extract. It's foreskin from a Korean baby. It's like, it's... <laughs> That's what it is. I, no, okay. Who I comes up no, with I this? I don't think, I don't think, it's not like I'm lying there with little pieces all over my face. It's like... <laughs> It's, who thinks of collecting it and, just, and yeah, having it for, we'll do something with this and someday. And why didn't we come up with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> to be yeah. Rich. And so, so we call it, I, well, I call it the penis facial. And I think, I think when you see how good it is to your face, you too will run to your local facialist and say, Put give some... me the penis. <laughs> wow. Jimmy says, hell no, I'd never have that done. I don't know if it... If it works, I mean, Hollywood, they all look great. Sandra looks great. Yeah. So like, if it works, listen, you don't have to know what if is you're in gonna, it. If, if I had the choice between having foreskin injected into my face or botulism. Right. Right? It's probably very expensive. I'm sure it is. Keep playing Shannon. Sure it is. Sandra Bullock got some dollar bills. But dollar the bills. idea of Botox freaks me out as yeah. well. You know? Like, there's a lot of stuff that people do. A facelift requires you to actually cut your... Take the face off a lot of times and then put it back on. Like you see them on those shows where they have those metal like spatulas oh, yeah. where they're just digging under. Like everything is nasty. What she's describing to me actually seems quite tame in that world. But I like I, I was thinking too, like when you see injections like that, like how do they come up with this oh, idea? Where do they get knows? the formula? The, for I, this? I, I don't know. It's almost like oftentimes they they so know what they know what children. they they know what they need. Yeah. They just don't know how to get it, and then they wind up figuring out that. Like, I don't think it's some magical ingredient in a in a foreskin. I think that they knew <laughs> what they needed, and they just had to go find it. And is uh -huh. there anything special about the Korean foreskin? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> could it be other ethnicities? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I think that maybe you start getting into laws as to whether you can harvest and sell the foreskin of the population's children.
Right. I don't know if that would go no, over no, well they, in yeah, Canada. They acquire this and you're donating it like you do like your organs. Yeah, I don't. You sign a I piece of paper with for your child. I, I <laughs> don't play me like the expert here. I know just as much about the penis penis facial as you do. But I am surprised that Sandra actually admits to it. And like, I mean, not Sandra Bullock. She's, I guess, she's really willing to talk sure. about anything. Yeah. But I can't imagine having Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett just go around New York and decide that they're going to go get a uh, penis facial. Why didn't anyone, Jeez. why didn't Rihanna go? Why, I don't know. I'm not, the, I'm not, go? listen, I'm not the expert on this, man. I'm not, like, I, I know very little about penis like, was facials. Mindy, was Mindy Kaling asked and she was like, no, I, I think I'll pass on listen, the I'm not, penis facial. Uh, Hell in the bottom, Carter. I'm no, no, I'm good. I'm no Anne Hathaway. Wow, she looks good. Sandra Bullock, I mean, it's working. She looks it's great. Janine says this has gone wrong in all sorts of ways. I like that. That's my favorite clip because of the camaraderie after, not the camaraderie, but the, the conversation after it between those two. Um, because they do. They, they're they trying to, you can tell they're wildly, almost wildly uncomfortable. Or like one specifically is, he's just like, man, I don't, like, and this know. other guy's like, look, you got to say this. Like, he's like, you're pushing, you, what, what do you, th-? and then he's like, man, I don't, like, they know. To some degree, they know what's going on, whether, you know, I, that's that's why I showed that one, but um, yeah, that's what it is. I, I they really have to do. Admit I think it. that they have romanticized and groomed and made it such an acceptable thing that when you finally do hear about it, you're like, oh yeah, well, Sandra Bullock does it, so Sandra like Bullock it must be it. safe. It was because on Entertainment Tonight. False idols up for these fucking people that mean nothing, and and I think it. I saw that. Hope they go down in flames. They are. They are. It's crumbling drastically for them, and it's hilarious to watch. Yeah, and that's that's pretty evident. I mean, you don't see a lot of new movies coming out, and the movies you do see, they aren't really. They're not going to theaters. You can tell too, because a lot of them are trying to come to TikTok, including Sandra Bullock, and a lot of them can't make the transition from doing what they do than coming to TikTok. And we've said this for a long time now, and we have this. Uh, well, we kind of do this thing where it's like we're the media now. Like we're going to come out here, we're going to talk about what's going on, we're going to let you decide what you think. So, and the media is on its way out. CNN Plus, they crashed. MSNBC, they crashed. And um, Chris Wallace, who came from Fox News, is now going to go work for, like, a dog and pony farm. I don't know what the hell he's going to do. Something else. But the media, but it's not just the media portion, I think, that's going down. Either. I, think, I think entertainment is also is shifting, and it's shifting in a big way. We talk mm-hmm. about, we joked about the womb lands, right? But you're naive to think that there isn't a correlated effort on it. I don't know if Womblands was part of it or not, but if there's not a correlated effort and some of this drama that you see on TikTok, and no, I'm not talking about the drama art little circle that we don't get paid to do nothing. Like no, but like the ones that are like, in on the Zoom meetings. The ones right? that are in on the Zoom meetings, your your big blue check mark creators on TikTok. You're naive to think that there isn't drama that's specifically created within that group in order to push views and numbers, in order to push money, in order to divide and, and have, we think about, we go back, let's go back to the vampire movie with the sparkly vampires. So we got, um, fucking Twilight, fucking, well, fucking Twilight. But after the first movie aired, all of a sudden those two were a couple. Do you guys remember that? Like they yeah. were, that was on entertainment. So they were a couple, they were never a couple. No. Like, and I read this whole thing about it. The whole thing was staged. She had actually been seeing and sleeping with this married director, I guess for a while. Um, and he was on the verge, like there was like a whole thing behind it that nobody knew about. Everybody, they used it, they did that to push uh, the 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 to push the uh, the market for the movie is what they did it for, and it worked because everybody just kind of fell out because then they were in love in real life and they were in love in the movie and she realistically couldn't stand him and he thought she was, I guess, 
And I didn't, I was like, I didn't even know that they did that, but they have done this kind of thing a whole bunch of times. Stone Bryson, we love your face. Thank you so much. It's good to see you. But the entertainment value and things are going down and people are turning more to TikToks, but TikToks uploading 10 minute videos. Who the fuck's going to watch a 10 minute video? I am not going to watch it. The fact that they have 10 minute of video availability options right now. And I still Mm -hmm. get this like and follow for part two. Fuck you. Yeah. You're getting like, get off my FYP. Um, But entertainment, like everybody's got their free, their favorite. You, my own kids, they don't watch TV. We don't have cable. They don't watch cable. They watch YouTube. They love their Jeffy, who I can't stand because it's super like gross. But, and they, they loved their, um, you know, your podcast is going to be another form of it. Like people are, people are done with paying for cable service and people are done for with, with Hollywood because when you find the people that you like, and you, it's a lot easier to reach out and, and be a part of what they do, like on places like YouTube, like if you're in the comments and um, the way it's designed just changes too. Like we're not out here making millions of dollars. We're out here doing what we love to do and loving you guys passion. too. For This is our passion. This is what we want to do. And you don't get that from Hollywood. And and no. you, you haven't, I think, for a really, really long time. So I think the entire thing is shifting to more of a normal people uh, it, entertainment based type thing. And I think this is, has, I think 2020 and this great awakening has everything to do with that. A hundred percent. Cause we mm-hmm. are the awakening. We mm-hmm. are the news. We are the media. We are the entertainment. We are the family. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, we're, we're watching, you know, documentary, we're doing documentary watch parties and you're watching mm-hmm. cartoons, the cereal in the morning. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. what people want to get involved in because they make it a part of their routine. Like I, I do my lives every day, just like you do your lives every day. I know that there's blockers that look forward to that. And that's part of their mm-hmm. thing. It's part of my thing. I do lot. I love doing lives. They make me feel better, mm-hmm. but we're so, we're so pulling away from that Holly weird and, and all that uh, occult bullshit and the satanic rituals and like things are getting exposed for what they are. And those mm-hmm. false idols that were programmed into us from children, right? Like these famous movie stars and all these handsome actors and everything like that. Like, that's not a thing anymore. Like you're gross now. What'd you do? Mm-hmm. You're gross. And we're tired. We're tired of being, we're tired of being played. Like we're yeah. tired of, of, uh, supporting and, and giving all of our money to you. And, and what are we getting in return? Oh, Nothing. but we get an opportunity to just sit here at our house and watch you get an award. Like the whole mindset has changed. Mm-hmm. And because I can remember like when people, that was just it, like they would be big fans and everybody would get together and they'd watch these award shows. I never really understood that because I don't want to sit here. I don't care about people getting it. Why is this even a show? Like why, why that never made sense to me. It was just, uh, basically we get to sit in our, ho-hum houses and watch all these you know but everybody thought it was so like oh spectacular like oh look at how beautiful her dress is like you can go get yourself a beautiful dress like yeah we should wear beautiful dresses on a, we should do our own grammy oh <gasps> we should do our own grammy sometime like grammy week we can call it like <laughs> i don't know but it's gonna have to wait until probably fall because i i'm swamped like the next couple months but so I have a question for you. Yes. I have a question. Do you see still like everything that's happening with like the media aspect of it and the Hollywood aspect? And I think even, you know, the news part of it, do you see it happening with sports? Because no, that's that's probably be the gladiators. Gladiators. Thank you. I don't, 
you wear a beautiful, yes, you will. Welcome to the show, Just Justin. Glad you're here. Um, Just Justin's going to be our new Wednesday night host. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess I don't, I never got big into sports to be able to see it from that aspect. That would be a good question for somebody who was maybe. I see, um, I don't know. That's a good question. Because, yeah, because I, you know, like I, Everybody in the, the chat is saying yes, but I'm a know. big sports person. Like I can't, I don't do like, if I'm I like, sports, I like to watch, but I don't, I don't follow all that shit. I don't, I don't follow sports. Thing. I don't even follow horse racing. Everybody was asking me about the Derby in my life. I don't follow it. I don't support it. I don't believe in it. And I just didn't know if with all of this stuff, especially with them, with this whole fucking, you know, women com- or men competing in women's sports That's, and them fucking yeah. everything. And now they're like, they got the microchip tattoo now where they can like alter the biomechanics of their body to make them better performers. Like, are you even watching sports anymore? And then if you go back to how that whole thing was created with give them wheat and circuses, I mean, you're playing right into their game. Yeah, I think once once you get to a and I think people are waking up to that once you get to a certain level in the sports, uh, it becomes less about the sport and more about a business. And and right. people are going to disagree with me. I mean, I love like I love college football. I, I love baseball. My kids play baseball. My kids play football. They wrestle. But like the professional level of it. Yeah. Once you get past that, almost like that college, I think the, the where you're still doing it just for the love. And you get into more of that NFL, that professional level. I think it does change, and I think you're seeing that happen too. I think when you watch the, uh, uh, like the Super Bowl, like people, right? I feel like the Super Bowl wasn't. We I talked know. about it, but we talked about it because there was a conspiracy behind it. But I, and that's why I feel I like here watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show because we knew that there was going to be something. Well, right? correct. And and I think the Olympics is another prime example that happened to the mm-hmm. show. Nobody, I didn't even know the Olympics were happening and wouldn't have known had it how, not how been on TikTok. Because of COVID. How'd everybody travel? Correct. Correct. I think COVID really put the exposed a lot when it came to the, um, yeah, they all became owned. When it came to, because like the Super Bowl, somebody wrote up a whole thing about how the Super Bowl is basically, it's decided before the, the doors even open, right. like who's going to win. Yeah. Like people, people are making money off of this on bets because they already know that someone's, mm-hmm. you know, the game is going to get like, it's all political and it got And I think I'm going to talk about that. I think it got really political and I think people got really fucking sick of it. And, and we're all so wrapped into politics as it is. And so sports was always one of the places that you went to forget about the, the things that are going on. You'd watch your favorite football team or baseball team or, you know, and then, so when they started bringing the politics and, and, you know, pushing the narrative for COVID and pushing the narrative against Trump. And it was just like, you know what, like, fuck all of you guys. Like, I think a lot of people lost interest after that, in my opinion, I don't have anything to prove it because again, I was just maybe curious. Yeah. yeah like maybe the same kind of pattern was happening with professional sports because of mm-hmm. all the bullshit. It was just, yeah. Oh yeah. Colin, Colin Kaepernick picked this off. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell is he kneeling for? Like, like, well, it's, it's his platform and social. I'm like, man, I don't fucking watch to watch him kneel. Like, I don't care why he's kneeling. I don't care if he's kneeling. like, I'm watching to watch the game. And as soon as you start bringing your, kind of, I feel the same way about the school. Like sending my kids to school to learn their ABCs and to learn about math and to learn how to tie their shoes or whatever. I don't send them to school to learn your political views. Like this right. is, or what's going on in your marriage or your sexual orientation. Yeah. Like, there's boundaries there that I think have been crossed and crossed repeatedly. And I think people are 
sick of it. And I do. I think eventually professional sports is going to die out and you're probably going to see a lot more. I don't know. I guess it's, and I don't know. I think it just, be, it's let's, just, let's do this. Yeah. Are you ready for this? This is going to be brilliant. Yeah. I think it goes back into just all of these companies and owners and these people that have just thrived off of this loosh and are trying to suck all of us dry like vampires, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A beautiful tie-in right there. Um, we do good. <laughs> circle back to that one. Um, so, and I, I, I really think that it's all just, we're seeing all of it now and it's just gonna, we're gonna, yeah, no, we're not gonna participate anymore in that fuckery. So Jay Magic here on TikTok says if teachers can pray in school, they can say gay in school too. So I don't, I don't necessarily, and you may have, maybe you tripped and fell in here. I don't necessarily believe that prayer needs to be, I think, I don't think prayer needs to be in school. And I'm going to be really honest. And I don't know that I've ever really felt that it did. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me because God and whatever. But again, I feel like, especially with public school, I feel like that stuff needs to be taught at home. Um, mm-hmm. with, you know, and that, and it goes back to religion and churches and that's just not where I'm at because I, I would rather, I, I don't want my kids learning about religion either in school. I don't think that that's important either. I think they go to school to learn about, right. You send them to so, a public school, not a Catholic school. Right. Exactly. Now, if your kids go to a Catholic school, yeah, then that's well, obviously it's religion based right. and it's, it's faith based. And if that's what you want, that. then that's correct. But a public school again, kind of goes to include uh, everybody and not everybody believes in God. And I understand that I do. And I believe in universe and I believe in God, but I'm also not going to force that onto somebody else's child. Um, I, so I don't know if you tripped and fell, um, then see you later. Sorry. I think he's in here trying to instigate, but it was a really good segue. So I appreciate you. Um, that's what private schools are. Yeah. And this, this goes back to, I think public schools need to be, I think they need to be pretty much the same across the board it baffles my mind that each school public school is different in what they teach and and what they're allowed to teach and it just kind of goes to show you and that could be a whole show too how deep these teachers unions and these um like the pt and like not the ptos but the what do they call it the school boards like how depending on what's influencing your school board what they're what your kids are going to learn for that day and, and this goes all the way back to covid because we had one school on block a that didn't have to wear masks and and didn't take the federal funding, didn't wear masks, but then you got a school a block away that mandated them because of COVID and Odyssey made no sense because as soon as those kids were out of school, they crossed each other's paths and all walked home together. Not like, and I think that, time. correct, that exposed so much for me as yeah. far as the public school system and how like we, like we live here in Cowtown, public school here is just wildly different than the public school or the school we were at before. Cause here they're just like, whatever, like mm-hmm. they don't care. Um, and I'm here for it. That's how I want my kids raised. I want my kids raised in a very uh, relaxed, you know, environment. And that's kind of where we are. Instead of teaching um, prayer, we should teach fucking meditation or do some yoga or teach them how to release the energy. Like, let's do that. Whatever you want. Sit for 15 mm-hmm. minutes and quiet. You can pray. You or can just, a song in your head. Or just like, teach them what they need to know to be successful in the life. And I'll teach them how to meditate. I'll teach yeah. them how to, you know, I'll teach them how to do all that. Like, but. Like, Teach them what they need to know. <laughs> teach them like, to do math. Teach them to balance their checkbook. Teach them teach how about them to, credit. Teach them to change a tire. Teach them how to change their oil. Teach them how to balance a fucking checkbook. Teach them what a fucking mortgage actually is because that shit's a lie. Like mm-hmm. it just credit you know, score. Yeah, credit score is another one. I had no nothing. No, credit score. Your credit teach score. them. Teach them how to manipulate and play the game because they have to learn how to do that if they want to be able to purchase a house. Like 
teach them how to play the game. And it's a game. Your credit score is 100% a game. Which and leads it has, into your social score. We talked correct. about No, it's all, it's all the fucking same. It's all, because it's all as much same. as you don't want it to, that fucking number next to your name means something. Not, but it doesn't mean anything. But it doesn't. That's just right. but, it doesn't. but it doesn't mean anything. Like I, as soon as I figured out how to play, because our credit score is high. It's like seven, nine. Like my, it shouldn't be because it's not like I did anything special. You know what I did is I got a credit card and now, and I use that credit card to pay monthly bills. And then I pay that credit card off two days before it's due. And so that the payment hits and that jumps my credit score 10 points every month. So I went from like a 450 to a freaking 790 or whatever, 780 just by playing that game. And I, I literally changed nothing else that I did. I paid all my bills. I did what I did. I just make that big lump sum payment at the end of the month rather than paying my bills sporadically throughout the month. And it completely changed my, my it's so your, your credit I, score I, algorithm changed. So stupid. I'm like, I am the same person I was in my, for the most part in my twenty, a little more responsible now. And I, but I have an understanding. And so as my kids are getting older, we're playing the same game and I'm teaching my oldest right now. Like, this is how you're going to do it. This is how you're going to have a 790 credit score without really having any credit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to let in that's, but you got to learn to play the game. It's that's, it's mind boggling to me that they don't teach the kids how to do a lot of this and then expect them to be successful in life. And they well, don't because that's the whole point. Correct. They don't want them being smarter than the, than the system. There it is. So weekly payments, it'll save you thousands of dollars over the term. Yes. And that's just it. We don't do, we don't do, there's so many other things and loopholes that you can do when it comes to credit score. It's just ridiculous. I it am shouldn't not be the person that way. to ask about financial advice like that. <laughs> Please don't come to me. I'm not the person. Right. I am not the one. And today is not the day. Yeah, today it will never be today. It is not today. We learned we learned how to do this a long time ago. Like I, I was like, this is, and I actually, I got really lucky. I had a mentor. So now his name was Neil, and I had him sit down with me. He's like, and that's we should ship. It's all a game. Like he's like, you can get a 800 credit score. And literally change nothing that you do. It just it's just about when you pay it and whether or not it's paid on time. And then he's like, "You do that for six months." And he was right. I couldn't believe it. I, I was freaking blown away. Um, that's it. And we're over our time. Becca, do you want to leave everybody with a little something before we go? You want you have something you want to read? Bye, TikTok. You want me to do the thing? I can do the thing. Yeah. You want to do the thing? I if it, so. I just want to. I never pre-read these before our shows, just so you know. And they always line up. So I'm curious. What, what is it? May 12th. How this is going <laughs> to line in with. Uh... <laughs> Don't let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace. That's right. Fuck the, you, Eric, here on TikTok. I'm just kidding. I shut that down. He was actually really nice. Yeah. Yes. Don't let the behavior of others make you be a douche. Destroy is that what it was? Your inner peace because other people's behaviors are not your responsibility and they're not your problem. That's a them problem, not a you problem. We're coming to that conclusion. It's a lot of energy you to waste. Will on not people. penetrate my dope ass aura with your no. negative city vibes. <laughs> nope. You can get on out of here with that. You guys, that's it. That's all we got for today. I love your face, Becca. Thank you for coming on. You guys, I love your faces. Thank you for being here. We are live tonight with Kit Ryder and we're going to go all through baby formula, Bill Gates and how it's all involved. Good morning. And how they're all involved together and shipping formula to the border and Basically, we're going to talk about it all. And then we're going to talk about some things that you can do about it. And I'll see if I can't find some groups. Thank you very much um, with the breast milk and so on and so forth. So that's it. That's all I got. You guys, I love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for deer.
Bye, guys. Mama always said I was born on the wild side. One foot in the flames and the other trying to walk the line. Can't say I never saw a